right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Raw and Unscripted. I'm Jake. And I'm Dominic. So, it's another beautiful day to report a podcast. Boys, gentlemen, how are we doing? Doing fantastic. Great. Glad to be here on this another wonderful Friday, but today is a special Friday. Not only is it 9-11 that we all know so much about, but we have a guest. Guest? Bennett Diffley? How are we? I'm great, man. It's good to be here. Uh, I've been waiting for this episode for a long time from you boys, so... Love to love to get on. Wow, there's a lot of hi- there's a lot of hype uh, up on this episode. Then, huh? oh yeah, wait to talk oh, yeah. football with you, Diff. Oh yeah, it's gonna be good. Be great. Diff's our football guy, but before we get there, I think Dom has some quick news for us. Yeah, we're gonna talk some news. We're gonna start with, you know, say start with the bad news, and the bad news is that John Daly has bladder cancer. It's uh, rough. It I is know true. That, that is truly sad. Anything, anything. Uh, he's a Cardinals fan. Last year, uh, he was at this uh, this Mexican restaurant where a lot of people go, and people like went in there, and he was just sitting on the sitting on the patio, just John Daly, and then people would be going up there and taking pictures with him, and he take pictures with all of them. I mean, he's just a good guy. <laughs> John Daly's a man of the people. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but he actually tweeted yesterday. He said, hey, all, thank you so much for all the love, text messages, and support. It's still shocking for me, but no, I'll do what I have in me to beat this. My whole life I've beaten the odds. No time to stop now. Grip it and rip it, y'all. Love it. Absolutely electric, I think. That's I a razor gonna, back right there. He's just going to beat the <laughs> shit out of his bladder cancer and move on. Like, that's, I'll beat that's it. I got, I've, I've got no issues. I'll beat it. How many Diet Cokes a day does he drink? Oh, God. I think, I think he's probably gone down to about eight now. What was it? I, I was just guessing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever just... That, you ever seen that picture of him on like his golf cart? Uh, like I think it was in one of the tournaments where he can have a golf cart because of his. He's got some kind of condition. Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> there's just like a giant diet coke, like <laughs> on soda, and then he's yeah. got like backups, and it's <laughs> just this funny. Yeah. I love that. I also love his pants. He's loud. You know? like, I think you should wear pants like that at your tea time later today. I don't think that'll. I don't think that'll look very well. You don't think that'll go over well in Fayetteville? No. Yeah, yeah. Hey, have you heard about his son though? Apparently, his son is really Son's a legend already. John, like already. John Junior. Yeah. JJ. What yeah, is, this, is that what they call him? Yeah, his name's John Junior. They call him JJ. I think he's, seven, he's, he's like, 17 now or something like that. He's not 17. He's like 15. Yeah, I think yeah, he's like younger. I yeah. think he's 17. <laughs> Do you know that? Someday, uh, I great, hope someday. Great read on my, my son, Little John. Wow, still can't grasp that he's 17 on oh, his wow. Twitter. We'll look it up. Wow. Hey, so, how, old is, so, how old is Tiger's kid? 12. He's like Charlie's 12. 12. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's like 12. Sick. He's better than all yeah. of us. All right. I mean, do you imagine seeing – Charlie Woods, JJ, JJ <laughs> um, 18 at the Masters, final group. Oh, my gosh. I feel like we'd still be living in our era now. Yeah, it's like not, you know. It'd be Nothing new. Just this generation. Day. Just pumping out talent. Generation after generation. <laughs> That'd be crazy. What else you got, Dom? Um, so, DeAndre Hopkins got extended uh, two years. Was Right, it was a two-year extension. Another fifty-four and a half, I think. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's a 
He's on the, the highest paid building. non-quarterback, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty-four. He's locked in. Yesterday, he tweeted. Uh, he just tweeted grateful. And yeah, it's like right, right, right at the end of the game, yeah. kind of some speculation might have been thrown shade, but then he said he was talking about being on the Jimmy Fallon show. So sure. who's to tell? Yeah, that's what, what, what really I feel, like, and I feel like that's a, an excuse anybody would have to say, <laughs> just the Jimmy Fallon show. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like, no, I was on the Jimmy Fallon show. So, like, I'm not so, talking about you texting. So grateful. He's so, feeling grateful. Um, Are you not feeling grateful today? Anybody out there not feeling grateful? Because he was. Yeah, um, get out. <laughs> he was. No, no yeah. That's fine. He can tweet whatever he wants. It's just one word. Yeah. I also have that the Boston Celtics and Toronto Raptors uh, go to Game Seven. Is that tonight? Right. Mm, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I really like Jason Tatum. Yeah, I'm rooting for them. I like the Raptors, but I, think I thought they were gonna. I thought they were gonna finish it out before Game Seven. Honestly. Who the Celtics? Yeah. Yeah, the Celtics look really good. I yeah, can't believe the Raptors tied it. I didn't see the game, but I saw there was some controversy. About some. Some call or something at the end of the Yeah, game? actually, and yeah. Kemba wanted a – Oh, yeah. A lot of controversy on Twitter. People are saying that the referees for the game, like – and for, for the Houston series, too, that uh, b- before last night, every time that this guy named Capers refed for Houston or refed a game that Houston was playing in the playoffs, they won the last six playoff games. They were 6-0 and when that guy was refing. So, wow. a lot of controversy with the NBA refereeing situation. Oof. What's new? Yeah, what's new? Yeah. yeah. They, just, they just want the matchups. They just want the game that apparently everybody else wants to see. They just want Clippers and Lakers in the final. That's what They want the biggest money game. Yeah. My Nuggets Brown, don't Trony like already that. won. You know, they already had their chance. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, also, Ryan Shazier officially retired. What a story. Yeah. Yeah, well, three years, I think, right, since Godry. Something like that now, yeah. I think that's what I read. It's really yeah. sad, though. Um, well, oh, I'm not. Man, what a fighter! What an absolute fighter! Yeah. yeah, absolute trooper right there. Good for him. Good for him that he's going out on a high note. You know, kind of recovering I mean, yeah. back and people exactly appreciating um, what he is and what he means to the franchise and everything like that. Yeah, I'd really like to see something happen with him and the Steelers coaching staff if they that's can have him saying. on for like linebackers because that'd be sick. He's yeah, very knowledgeable. That'd be dope. That would be super cool, actually. Yeah, to yeah. have him come back and be on the sideline. Yeah. Agreed. He knows a lot. Knows a lot about the game. A lot of people would like to see that. Yeah, that would be awesome. Tom, what else you got? Um well, before we talk about the football game that happened last night, I just wanted to mention that there was an NL record of the Braves scoring twenty nine <laughs> runs in a singular game. Those Marlins. Demolished. Marlins yeah absolute meltdown by the Marlins that was terrible anybody take the over (laughs) (laughs) Marlins still scored a lot of runs in that game too didn't they nine it was something like that they scored a decent amount of runs yeah like the sixth inning I looked at it it 22 to 8 I was like this isn't real (laughs) yeah yeah they were they scored they had like 26 runs and they were batting in the eighth inning Maybe they already had 29. I don't know. Like, base yeah. loaded. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. I think, what, Acuna hit two or three home runs or something like that? Braves had 23 hits. He went off. 23 hits. 29 runs. Poor Marlins. That's insane. <laughs> Marlins are running out of gas, ran out of juice. Yeah, they did. They are 
ever so slightly holding on to their slimmest of playoff hopes. Which are honestly, they in a spot now? They're in a spot. They're, they are. They're in a spot. But it's got to be close. It's Wait, they're in a playoff. They're in a playoff spot right now. They're third spot, or wow. I think they're a second. They should be behind the Braves, and then the Phillies and the Mets. But um, I think it might it might have changed super recently. But um, man, think about if that if the Marlins found a way to get in. That'd be That'd nuts. Be what, that would be the most 2020 thing I think would happen in the baseball season if the Marlins got to play in the playoffs. How many games are left? I think at this point, 17 or 16. There's three weeks left, so I guess just, two weeks, close to two these, weeks now. These double headers are just wearing me out, boys. I got to be honest with you. I mean, I, I watch, I watch the innings. I'm like, that's a win, and then we're turning and we're playing baseball again. I'm like, 14 innings in a day? Come on. Like, I, I'm tired watching them do this. I don't know, man. I'm digging the double headers. I like how I like they just it. get in, get out, and get there. Yeah, it's really quick. It is. I like it. I actually it forgot. Gives the, it gives the starting pitcher a good opportunity to go a complete game because nowadays we don't see that. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I actually forgot. I forgot we were doing the seven-inning thing. I forgot that we were doing double headers. So, like, two weeks ago, I bet the Braves-Yankees. And uh, I bet the over because it was at five and a half, six and a half. So, I had to get to seven. They scored six runs, and it was top of seventh. I'm like, we got two more innings. We're going to get that last run. And then <laughs> I, I check, and the game goes final. I'm like, what the hell is this about? <laughs> Haven't bet baseball since. Oh, no, yeah, that's unfortunate, definitely. But let's talk about this football game because I did bet the game last night, and I won big. Okay, what did you bet? I had uh, Chiefs minus nine and a half, and I had the over at 53 and a half. Both oh, oh, you were with that backdoor cover, huh? That backdoor oh, cover oh. with the field goal. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Great game last night. What do we What do we think, boys? You know, yeah, I mean, it was it was great to have football back. I think Kansas City was a great venue to have the first game because they can have fans. And I was pretty surprised how loud the, the 20% fans were. So that was pretty um, – Al, Al Michaels was really surprised too. Yeah. The game itself, the Chiefs are going to be ridiculous this year. Both yeah. sides of the ball – they're looking great. Clyde, man, he's good. Man. He's a little short of electric right now. Yeah, and I mean, the Chiefs are rolling in all cylinders. What do you, what do you think, Biff? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I think Clyde brings that spark that the Chiefs were, like, I don't want to say missing because the Chiefs are like, they're defending Super Bowl champs. So, like, yeah. they weren't really missing much, but the one thing that they didn't have was a star running back. And – it, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but it looks like they might have found him because, I mean, would Clyde have seventeen carries, eighteen carries, something like that? Oh, it was like tw- I thought it was like. He, did yeah, he get I in the twenties? I think he did. I think it was like twenty-five. Uh, hundred thirty something yards. Yeah. Touchdowns. Touch like, like he looks great, elusive, can see the field well. He's young. He can break tackles. He broke a lot of oh, tackles yeah. last night. But yeah, I kind of got. Like, around draft time, I kind of got the vibe of, uh, like, Kareem Hunt rookie year, um, except, like, Clyde just seems, like, so, so, so balanced. And he didn't really catch any footballs yesterday. They didn't really get him involved in the pass game, and I'd like to see that. But. I think that'll that'll definitely happen, too. So, there's, yeah. there's the no return more. of the other quarterback. The other running back on the other side of the uh, football field was great to see. I thought it was yeah. great watching David Johnson run. Yeah. He looked like a real running back this year. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely yeah, feeling more like himself, I think. Granted, it's only one game, so we'll see where that goes. Um, who knows? Maybe he just had a good game. But I wouldn't yeah, say I mean, for sure you can just count on him right away already. 
but definitely looks better and knows where he's at on the field this year. He started off really good. He had that early touchdown to go up 7 nothing, and then the Chiefs kind of took over. So maybe First the, tutty of the year on the season, baby. Yeah. I think the game plan kind of changed a little bit. Maybe go less to David Johnson because they were losing, but David Johnson looked good last night. Um, don't think he uh, – don't think he's as good as D-Hop, but <laughs> – No, no. But he's not bad. I'll take there's a – Yeah. Not quite. Yeah, I mean, I liked I liked Will Fuller. He, yeah. he eight catches, hundred twelve, kind of sneaky. Deshaun also put up some sneaky numbers last night. But I think hey, let, let me kinda... uh, let me post a question for you. Do you think, and this goes for all three of you, do you think that of what he saw, Andy Reid was happy with the performance? You, uh, you of, have to be. Or... Of what he saw. Like the Granted. whole team you're talking about? Like <laughs> you're saying Reed? he didn't see anything because of the face He couldn't see much. <laughs> oh. How yeah. much did he really see? I don't know. He, he was getting a little fogged up in there, wasn't he? <laughs> it was hot. It was steamy in there. I love it. <laughs> I, I, I love some it. windshield wipers in there. Dude, that would be awesome if next week he comes back with some wipers. <laughs> yeah. What What really Such scares me, what I saw like early in the game, what really scares me is that kind of Andy didn't really have to do anything. Like, Andy called plays, but I saw, like, like Pat Mahomes taking over. He's calling timeouts when there's confusion. Like, he's not only – not only is he the, the most athletic quarterback – well, one of the most athletic quarterbacks in the league, but he's starting to become that field general, and he's, like – he's just in full control of what's going on, and it's, it, it's a little scary to see for the rest of the NFL, but it's fun to watch. Yeah, there were a couple times, like, I just remember hearing him, like, call out linebackers and stuff um and like i just like the play that would happen like he, he's drawn up and one of them was like a Michael hardman like tap pass early yeah, yeah. but it's, i remember he was like calling over like the line he's like oh 41 41 and then like you know they figured it out dicing them up yeah exactly yeah. i mean pat he said in an interview he didn't know how to read a defense like, yeah two years ago yeah. and that's the crazy part about him is like he doesn't, he doesn't know what's going on in, like, a football IQ sense. He just, like, goes out there and beats the shit out of you. So. What do you think, how do you think he'll stack up against the rest of the AFC this year? Uh, Good. Very well. Yeah. well yeah. Yes, very well. I was going to say, I don't really think there's much. Uh, do you much... see anybody standing in their way? Uh, like, for the number one seed specifically? Possibly. I don't but... know how specific, but somebody that could get in trouble, yeah. Yeah, are we gonna get into a little uh, little NFC, little AFC outlook here, a little two thousand. So that's what my that's what my question here entails, Stiff. Yeah. So yeah, okay, then. Um, I mean, uh, do, you see, do you see anybody standing in their way in the AFC? I mean, not in their division, and probably not in the whole conference. If I'm being honest with you, I mean, the Ravens have a what shot. About the Ra- yeah, what I was just gonna say. What about the Ravens? It kind of depends on what the Ravens do. I mean, here's a hot take. Uh, if this is a big if. If Ben can stay healthy, I, the AFC North's up for grabs. I think the Steelers I like that. have something, I like the I like have something special going on. Like, their defense looks sweet. Minka, TJ. I don't think that's crazy. I mean, Mike Tomlin, considering what he had last year and what he did with it, that's true. obviously just proved himself to be one of the great coaches of the league. And so if they could find a competent quarterback to run a somewhat decent offense, I think that yeah. they could – Definitely push the Ravens out of the first spot, but I think it's going to be very hard. I think, I, think the, I think the Ravens are just so goddamn talented. Yeah, the Ravens are sick, and their defense looks great. But yeah, I think if Ben stays healthy, I think the Steelers can go out and win that division, and maybe pose a threat in the AFC. I'm, I mean, I'm not quite sure because we haven't seen healthy Ben in, in a little while. Um, 
And that's really the Steelers' biggest problem. Do you think, do you think the Super Bowl hangover is going to affect the, the Chiefs at all? Doesn't seem I don't like think it. So. I, I don't know if I'd be so quick to say that just yet. I mean, I know we just saw them play a decent game last night. Um, but yeah. there was parts of that game that just seemed like a lesser team than the Chiefs could have done the same thing. Yeah, I mean, the Texans didn't really look special. Um, right. They didn't look the like – I don't know. I, I see what you're saying, yeah. I mean, small sample size. But I, when I watched the Chiefs last night, it seemed easy. It seemed – like they were just clicking on all cylinders. It seemed like they were in really no rush to do anything and they still did everything that they wanted to do. I mean, Tyreek didn't score till the second half. He was quiet all first half. Kelsey got in the end zone. Clyde found it twice. Pat threw three touchdowns. So, I mean, like, I mean, they that can was really even do. close. I don't think that was even close to how good the Chiefs offense can. can. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. That's kind of like a shell that we saw, and they got the job done pretty easily. So, And their defense was very impressive as well. Defense played well. Yeah, are not, Texans are not a bad offense by any means. Mm-hmm. I mean, even getting rid of Deshaun – or not Deshaun, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. They still have Deshaun Watson, who's like a top five quarterback in the league. They still got Cooks, uh, Will Fuller. They got, they got some weapons, David Johnson. The only thing that's holding the Texans back is that that offensive line is still just not good. The, the Chiefs, I, think, I think you can add Bill O'Brien to that list. Maybe. And their defense, their defense is definitely that's not obvious. good enough. But Their defense is okay, but they can't be on the field. Their secondary is definitely just where they like lack. It's Bradley Roby and nobody else, and he had a lot of penalties last night, Bradley Roby. Like, they've got the names up front. What do you think of the Browns this year? Do you think that that if they don't do anything special, then they might just shake things up and kind of switch teams a little bit? The Browns? What do you you mean? Not switch teams, but kind of clean house a little bit. Okay. Hey, that's funny. What do you think? I I think I told Zig this. This is is my, my hot take prediction. Browns have a mediocre season and trade Baker to the Saints, and Jameis Winston signs with the Browns. Oh, and yeah. So we're talking about Baker, Michael Thomas, and Sean Payton. New Talk York. about a fun team to watch. Just watching Jameis close his eyes, chuck it up to Adele, and maybe catch it one-handed. That could be yeah. a fun team to watch. Exactly. And I think Baker kind of comps to Drew Brees in in some ways, just by style. You know, size maybe. Size and style. Yeah. So I think Sean Payton could see that and be so like, you don't yeah. think that Baker's going to do anything in Cleveland this year? No, it's this is certainly not a real prediction. This is just a. Would be fun, hot. Okay, but then but, but on the on the real, do you think the Browns do anything? No, yeah, I'm kind of I mean, with Zig. I know we talked about it a uh, couple episodes ago or whatever it was that he he was talking about the Browns, right? And yeah, yeah, Zig was talking talking I, hot about I, it. I, I like this, the Browns. This, I think that, that division. He said what? You said this was uh, their boom year, Zig. I mean, this is uh, as good a year as any for a Browns boom. That's fair. We'll see. Uh, we'll see about. Uh, the division because that division's tough, but the Browns should be a good good team this year. They're going to compete in a lot of games. So I hate yeah. to make this comparison, but do you think that the Bucks are uh, this year's former formerly known as the Browns team, the team that kind of goes out and gets some names, but doesn't really look, matter. man, look, the Buccaneers have Tom Brady, the Browns have Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's a little trust a lot more in Tom Brady than a what a second year Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Do you, well, do you trust Odell more than you trust a retired Gronk? Uh, well, that's not the, what, are we, what are we talking about Gronk here? Yeah, Odell Jake, what are you at, is Jake, the number one asking? wide receiver on the Browns. I'm let's saying, the, I'm saying they, the they went out to get names. Huh? I'm saying they went out to get names. I'm not saying that they are. I'm just posing the question. 
Well, what, you don't need to talk about Gronk. You talk about if you want to yeah. talk about Odell, talk about Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Who, by the way, uh, yeah, but I'm just saying they, they are, they were, I'm just I'm making the comparison that they were already on the team. They went out to get another name. Is all I'm saying. Dom, what yeah. are you saying about Mike I would, Evans? I was saying that there's breaking news about Mike Evans that he's listed as doubtful for Sunday's game. That hurts to hear as a, as that a hurt. owner I thought you of said stock. It was Kenny Galladay. Both of them. Yes. They're both doubtful. That's Kenny just Galladay. that that hurts my fantasy team big time. Here's a little right, for for those people who love fantasy football who may be listening to this podcast. Here's a little tip: go out trade for Chris Godwin, and also go get you some of Marvin Jones Jr. because he finds the end zone. He he catches the ball, and you know what? He's quiet about it. Kenny Galladay, big name, star, monster. They call him monster of the Midwest, maybe something like that. I'm not sure, but uh, Marvin Jones Jr. can play some football. He's been doing it for a while, so uh, I like it. I like that. Come Sunday, one of those two guys are going to play. I'm calling it. And one of those two guys are definitely going to find the end zone, Chris Godwin and Mark. No, Godwin. I'm talking about Kenny Galladay or Mike. No, I, I don't think uh, I don't think Mike's going to play. You're so, that confident in in doubtful wide receivers, Jake? Yeah, today's what Friday. We got two days. Uh, okay, man. Okay. Jake actually targets uh, doubtful wide receivers in his fantasy football leagues. I've actually, I've actually, thankfully, have never run into like super big injuries like this. Other than a few years ago, Dalvin Cook's rookie year ran into a big ACL. But other than that, let's not talk. I about haven't that. actually. That's, that's not been my history. <laughs> this year, it looks like it's coming to bite me in the ass for it. So. Let me tell you that ACL is so big that it still looms today. Oh, it it's does. Still, us Vikings fans, I mean, when we talk about Dalvin Cook running the rock. Anytime if, he gets more feel, than 20, 20 carries, we're like, uh, let's uh, let's take if, it easy. Do you feel like a, a personal like connection to him on the on the whole knee thing or what? I do, and I and I know how uh, like a band of brothers. I'm I'm a little worried about Dalvin Cook. I, I won't lie. I like that we have Alexander Madison. I feel good. We kind of have a little safety blanket, if you will. Dalvin Cook's a top five running back when healthy. Maybe even top three. I mean, kid's a star, but yeah, his his health is is. Literally his only red flag. And so anytime he gets upwards of 25 carries in a game, I, I get a little anxious. I get a little nervous, if you will. But so far, so what good. Do, what do you think of Ziggs' Bills this year? I was just about to say, let's get to the AFC East because I'm looking at it right now and yeah. I want to talk about it. We got – I know our friend group has some money on the line for the AFC East too. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, I mean, that, that, here's what I'll say. I like the Bills to win the AFC East. Um, I definitely like the Bills to, to win the playoffs, but or not not win the playoffs, be in the playoffs. Um, win the AFC East unless unless Cam Newton. That's does that's something the, special. Yeah. That's and, I'm, I'm here for Cam Newton. I'm here and for Cam. Newton. I and I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm buying into the Cam Newton hype. I mean, we know that, that the Cam that we know that the Cam from 2015 is one of the best football players on earth. And, oh, Cam and, was Lamar Jackson before Lamar Jackson. Cam was the guy like five years ago. And, and so I think it's a mental thing that Cam's been struggling with the last couple of years. And if anybody can fix Cam's mental block, it's Bill Belichick, one of the best in the game. So I um, think that he's going to step into that offense that we've traditionally seen has been run kind of differently, but I don't think that's going to be a problem. I think that they're going to design that offense around what his strengths are. And I think that we'll see it again potentially fire on all cylinders the way that they know how as a New England team. I think it could be fun to watch and a little bit dangerous. I think it can definitely be scary. You saw what they did with the white kid from Michigan, right? Six Super Bowls. So, um, yeah. I'm with you. I like Cam Newton. I just don't know about the other weapons in that offense. I just don't see it. Yeah, they don't have much on the edge. They got – I mean, Julian Edelman's their number one. We all know Julian Edelman's out there, but – 
I mean, besides Edelman, you got Nikhil Harry, who is a talent that I like, but he's never really gotten consistent time in the NFL, and now he's what, their number two wide receiver? Yeah, I don't know how that's going to hold up. And then you got in their backfield, they were talking up Damian Harris all camp, and now he's on the IR for three, at least three weeks. So now you got to put Sony Michelle back out there again. Sony's been underwhelming. Yeah, very much so. He started off hot, but then after that, like, just died off quickly. I do agree. Don't you guys think there's maybe something to, uh, or at least I I do, I think there's something to Cam Newton just being, like, a better quarterback than people, like, realize in general. And especially due to the fact in Carolina, I don't think that, over the years, like, his receiving options were, like, top tier or anything. Definitely not. I mean, there were years when it was definitely bottom tier. And there were years where yeah. he relied on a couple of guys. Like, Greg Olson was always there, and that was a safety blanket. Yeah. And McCaffrey was there for, you know, a couple of years. But, like, there's always things that they said about Cam. Like, oh, he doesn't pass the running back. And then, oh, he passed Chris McCaffrey. Like, he's a good quarterback. He gets the ball to the best players. And, like, I don't know, like, for a while, I remember, like, Kelvin Benjamin was his best receiver. He had good years. Yeah. Cam Newton can make do with those guys. Uh, it was Devin Funches. It was Devin Funches for a few seasons. Devin Funches, yeah. Like, yeah. That, I would, I would agree. Funches. I think he's definitely more of a talent than maybe some people will give him I mean, Kelvin Benjamin and Devin Funches are, like, out of the league at this point. And Cam Newton made them good. Yeah, Cam Newton did make them look good. Yeah. Been 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 he made them money. Yeah, yeah he, he did make them money. He did make them money. Cam's scary. I think, and I think Cam's hunger is hell this year, too. Yeah, he like, is hungry. I think he's out for heads this year. What do you yeah. feel then, Diff? Do you have any more analysis there besides them being first in the division? I mean, I, I mean, I like the Bills. The Bills just keep getting better each year. I mean, what, we were talking three seasons ago, and I didn't really, didn't really have anything good to say about the Bills. I mean, stout defense, but they couldn't, they couldn't hold the ball. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, they just keep adding offensive pieces. They went out and got my boy Stefan. Um, I, I hope he thrives over there. I, I think he could be uh, – I mean, he is the clear-cut wide receiver one at this point in that offense. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I saw videos of him burning Trey White on deep balls in practice. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they're getting good reps over there. They got a good-looking team. Defense is going to be solid. Um, John Brown, Stefan, both guys who can go deep and get it. And, really, that's all Josh Allen wants to do is throw those 70-yard bombs. It's, so, uh, it's all, it's all going to hinge on Josh Allen. Like, just like the Patriots. Yeah. The Bills, Josh Allen needs to be good if they're going to take that next step. Yeah, and I think he, I think Certainly. he now has, he now has the weapons, much like another AFC quarterback, Drew Locke. I like that. I'm, I like that. I think yeah. we can see some fun out of Drew Locke. I think Dude. come year two would be a big surprise. I the like. A- that. Yeah, the AFC West is another division I got my eye on because. I mean, I, it's the Chiefs division. I don't think they're going to lose it to the Raiders or the Chargers or the Broncos. But, I mean, the Broncos could go out and win eight, ten games maybe. I mean, who knows? they got some studs out on the, on the perimeter. They've got a good running back room. They've got a decent offensive line. I mean, Von Miller's out for the season again. That's sad. But yeah, that's, Bradley yeah. I know Dom and Zig know this, but I, I like the Raiders too this year. I was going to say last year – I like year, the Raiders Last year, there was a point where the Raiders were, like, competing and, like, only a couple games out of that division. And, like, then they lost, like, games at the end. But, like, people definitely forget that they were, like – they weren't bad last year. They weren't. And their O-line got upgraded, and we're going to see Josh Jacobs just run out there. And, they yeah. They got rugs. They exactly. got rugs. And Derek Carr's coming off a career year, and then he's going into a third, third season with Gruden. I, I'm just saying, put a star next to their name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Raiders are – the Raiders kind of quietly got it done. Uh, they had a very – uh, 2013 Rams-esque season, seven and nine, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I like the Raiders. I like Josh Jacobs. He's a young talent. Um, and I like Derek Carr. He's consistent. He's not really going to – he's not going to hurt you too bad. But he's – I just don't know if he's going to make that superstar. Uh, yeah, exactly. Are you, about, are you worried about how young their weapons are? Like, their two starting wide receivers are rookies. So, that's kind um, of a lot to ask for – Yeah. For uh, Derek Carr to kind of help those wide receivers along with both of them being rookies. I think yeah. that – they're both great talents, and I think they'll do well. But I think if anybody's going to help him out, it might be somebody like Derek Carr who won't force it too much and going to be he's, – he's not going to, you know, go out and uh, gunsling and lose a whole bunch of games. But I don't know how high his ceiling is, but his floor seems, you know, like he's not going to turn it over. And so I think that, that would help them. There are probably guys in the league, maybe so, that would uh, advance their career, career maybe sooner, maybe quicker, maybe better. But I don't think that it's a – worst case scenario for two young wide receivers. In fact, I think it could be a decent scenario and situation for them to excel in because they're going to get targets. They're going to get passes. The ball's going to be there for them. Now it's just on them. They don't yeah. have to worry. They just, it takes, it takes the quarterback out of the equation a little bit because you know, you know what you're going to get with Derek Carr. The ball is going to be there. And so now it's just on them. Yeah. I mean, and, and Zig, I don't know if you know this or not, but they actually have uh, two, I don't want to call them veteran wide receivers, but Nelson Aguilar and Zay Jones. Um, so they've got those guys. I don't really know. I don't really know what's going on there. Also, Hunter Renfro in the mix. So I mean, those two guys you just mentioned are just rejects. Like I think, yeah, I think hey, Renfro. Hey now, Nelson hey Aguilar is just an Eagles reject. <laughs> Jones is a Bills reject. I mean, listen. Here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say about the Raiders. Receivers right now. And here's. I'll answer your question about the wide receivers. I'm not worried about Edwards. Edwards and Ruggs. That's who you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yes. I'm not worried about those two guys necessarily. I think they're good talents. Um, and I also think if anybody knows John Gruden football, it's, it's we're going to establish a run game. We're going to establish play action and, and we're going to get the job done on the ground first. Um, so that'll take, that'll take the pressure off those, those young guys on the edge. Um, and I think that'll help them, especially with a kid like Josh Jacobs back there, run the ball 25 times, 30 times a game. Uh, they went and upgraded that line. So to answer your question, I'm not real worried about the Raiders receivers. Um, I don't think they win more than eight games this year, but yeah. Um, but I think they can get the job done. I think Josh Jacobs can have a thousand yard season for sure. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So. I think at the end of the day, the the Raiders just probably make the division just like tighter, you know. Yeah, like I mean, the, and I think the Chargers and the Broncos like they're both they're both going to be like better than people probably think. So. I think that division, like the Chiefs, will come out on top, but it's going to be like pretty tight between those other teams. I don't know if any of them will win enough to get to a wild card spot, but they'll all be right around that 500 spot, if I had to guess. Yeah, and I mean the Chiefs won the division five games away from yeah. everybody else, so yeah. it wasn't really close last year. I do think that gap will tighten, like you were saying, maybe two or three games off the lead. But uh, I like the Raiders or the Broncos, second or third. I don't really know what's going on in LA, Dom. You 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 know what's going on with your boy Tyrod in LA. Dude, I mean, I think that the Chargers are going to be – I mean, they lost Derwin James for most of – or all of the season, right? I think it's like a long time, six to eight months, yeah. something like that. He's a really good player. That'll hurt. But I do think that their defense is really underrated. And, like, even without him, like, I, I still think that that's a solid team that – especially with Tyrod, like, we've seen him with Buffalo before. And, like, he's that safe type of quarterback that, like, won't hurt you but won't, like – Yeah. He's not going to go out and, like – you know, throw the ball down the field, kind of like Derek Carr we are talking. Yeah. And 
with the Bills, like back then, their defense was solid, but it wasn't – I don't know if it was as good as this Chargers defense. And I think that if you have a, a good run game with a quarterback like Tyrod and you have a good defense, then you can probably win like nine games and give yourself a shot to get in the playoffs. So they'll have, yeah, to, they'll have a chance. I got a question for you, Don. Are you going to – not are you, but what week is it that we're going to see uh, Dominic Fisher waiver claim for Tyrod Taylor? Uh, if I was going to own Tyrod Taylor, it'd be right now, probably. Right now, <laughs> I think six, seven but I'm not weeks down the road. No. We week six, seven, Justin. I think. Yeah, I was going to say Herbert will, yeah. will probably fill in at some point if they don't. I, I guess I think, that's one of those things. It's I like, think Dom's going to forget and, and he's going to get a hard on real quick and realize I got to, I got to get after it. I got to get Tyrod. I mean, I do. I just like, I just think Tyrod's underrated. He's a good quarterback. You know what I might do? Here's what I might do. I might pick him up and just trade you. No, I don't. I don't. I won't pay anything for him. I also yeah. take, take into account that I have Patrick Mahomes, so I don't plan to take him out of my lineup. So Tyrod Taylor, sorry. Oh, that might be a hot take for you. Yeah, sorry. Right, I got a pretty. Uh, I got a pretty interesting division that I want to talk about that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, Zick? The AFC South. The yeah, I mean, we we kind of talked about I mean, the Texans. Texans, I'm not big on, but the Colts and the Titans. I think that's going to be a, a tight race there. You don't think the Texans will challenge for the division win, like leader at all? No, I think they will, but I oh, think the Titans are going to get out. I think the Titans are going to get out with the AFC South. I like, I like the Colts. The Colts. I, I like really the, like yeah, I like the Colts too. I like the Colts, man. Colts I think I, I picked the Colts, but I guess is, we're all in agreement about the Jags finishing fourth, and that is like bottom of the whole league. Yeah, like three okay wins with, or four. I was okay if you didn't even mention them this whole time. Trevor Lawrence. That's that's all we'll have to say about the Jaguars. All right, moving on. What do you, why the Colts, Dom? Go ahead, make your case. Uh, well, I, I, I talked about them on uh, a couple episodes ago a lot uh, as my boom pick, so I don't want to go too far into it. But essentially, their defense is, is, is better than I think people realize as well. Um, their secondary is improving and young. And Darius Leonard, a good group of linebackers too. Yeah. Darius Leonard's a monster. And uh, their offense, especially behind that, you know, number one offensive line in the league, Yes, with Marlon Mack, who was already a really a really good runner in the NFL. I'm they not really looking at Marlon. Taylor. Yeah, I'm looking well, at JT right now. Well, there. as a team, we're talking about winning games. Yeah. They're okay. using all, all of right. these guys. They're all helping towards their success. And they have Naeem Hines out of the backfield, who Phillip Rivers will probably use in the passing game. Yeah. I think Phillip Rivers is probably their key to uh, push them for a run as something. Better than Jacoby, essentially. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Jacoby's I think that was one of those guys like Tyron. Yeah, yeah. Jacoby, he was okay for a little bit last year. It just seemed to fall apart. I think their coach, too, is Frank Reich is very underrated. He's got the right idea, for sure. I was looking at something the other day, and someone just – I don't know what it was based off of or whatever, but it was a ranking of head coaches, and he fell to, like, eighth, and I thought that was a little bit bit undervalued considering what he did with what he had as well. There was was teams up there at the top that was like, come on. I mean, they got a lot of talent. The Colts – have talent, but I think last year with what they had, they went a little bit above their talent. But this year, I think they have a little bit more talent, so we can see definitely them fight the te- the Texans for the first spot. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a three a three horse race in the AFC South. Um, like I said, I like the Titans. I mean, if the Titans just keep running Henry like they have been, uh, there's not many people who can tackle that guy because he's kind of built like a Mack truck. So um, mm. he he's tough to bring down to say the least. Ryan Tannehill's really good at handing him the football too. So 
Um, not, not to mention Johnny Smith, A.J. Brown, both some studs that could catch the rock this year for the Titans. But I do like the Colts pick. Uh, looking at numbers here, and the Colts were 2-6 and six on the road last season. That's not going to get it done. So they're going to win Colts games are. away. they got to win games away from Lucas Oil if they want to be uh, head of the AFC South. You think but. in a COVID season without fans really being much of a factor that could like uh, – I, I was reading something earlier, like, for example, about the Saints and people saying that they might win a game or two less or, like, be less – have less of an advantage because they usually have such a good home field advantage. Yeah, I think teams like them and the Seahawks are really going to – I don't want to say struggle, but they, they definitely don't have that, that upper hand. Yeah. that they usually carry when they're at home. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I like the Colts. I'm a little – I don't want to say skeptical, but um, I don't really know what Phil's going to do because yeah. they only won five games last year in L.A. with Phil, and he just kind of seemed like he just – he's getting old, and all he really wants to do is sling the rock. I mean, he'll throw three or four touchdowns, but he's also going to throw two or three. Yeah, but, Jeff, I think so. you got to think about the, the difference in the offensive line. That's the, that's the key, yeah. I think, is that You're he right. has more, the best offensive line he's ever had in his career probably. So, You're right. I agree. Um, but he definitely will throw picks. He's good at that. Always has. So. Yeah. yeah, he's really good at that. Daggum it, as he likes to say when he throws his eighth pick of the day. Gotta love Phil Rivers, man. Yeah. Daggum it. <laughs> I love that he never swears. I don't think he's ever said a swear word in his life. He's got like 13 kids. That's a lot of kids. The trash he's got a lot of stickers on his minivan. He's just a dad's dad, you know? Yeah. That's all he is. Good man. All right. Well, have we covered – I think that means we've covered every division in the AFC. Are we going to take this over to NFC? What's, who's in the NFC? I don't even know. Who is in oh, the yeah, NFC? You don't, you don't know who's in the NFC? I don't know a single team in the NFC. Why don't we start with the NFC West? What are you saying about that? Yeah, let's start with the best the division NF- in football? Or? The NFC best. Yeah. What? I was just about to say that that's the best division in football, Jake, whether you know it or not. I think I'd go. It's. I think it's either the West or the NFC South. I think I really like the. Yeah, NFC I South. would. I would accept the South as an answer. I, I think the Panthers being in the NFC South really brings that down a little bit. Yeah, it's the Panthers. I and actually the West. like the West. I like the West more. I, I would put my vote for the West. I, I think yeah, the West. Let's talk about yeah. it. Now. Let's start with the West, Dom. What do you think? So the first thing I want to say about the West is that the Rams are going to finish last. Wow, really. And I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I guess, um, is that Josh, I wanted, I wanted, to, I wanted to do that. I wanted to make the Cardinals third, but I just couldn't because I just don't trust Cliff Kingsbury to win them. <laughs> I, just, I don't trust the coach there. I like the offense. The offense is great. They have Chandler Jones. Their, their defense is better. Buda Baker, Isaiah Simmons should play a role, but I just, I don't trust the coach yet. I don't trust. They just him. made Buda Baker the highest paid safety in the league, too. Yeah, I mean, the Rams are still a good team. They still have the best defensive player in the league. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Jared Goff, but I think he's got the weapons there to help him. And that's why I couldn't put the Rams last. I had to put the Cardinals. But I could. Here's the, here's the thing with the Rams. I can see the breakout coming. Though. The the Rams for me are a team that one way or another wouldn't really surprise me of what they did. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. If they were, true. If, if they came out as the second best team in the NFC, second best, who knows, goes all the way to the Super Bowl. I mean, like, okay, yeah, they got a lot of talent. If they came out and just absolute shit the bed and didn't do much, and be like, okay, that happened. That's the Rams. Yeah. That's been the Rams for as long as I can remember. But now I they would. just now they just put like a new like shiny sticker on the piece of shit that is. That yeah, but this year I feel like their upside's a lot higher than we've seen in the past. Yeah, maybe. maybe. 
We've seen it in the past. Yeah, meaning, I just meaning hate it. us, meaning us, twenty-two-year-olds. Yeah. And um, what's your what's your division winner, Dom? I I so I had a tough one here, and and I also want to point out about the Rams and the Cardinals. I really don't see it being that much different. I think if I had to say, I'd pick the Cardinals to win eight games, and I'd pick the Rams to win probably seven. Yeah, they're Maybe good. Maybe even at that. eight. Like they'll both be like right there. That's what's the winner. So, but my winner is the Seattle Seahawks. I, I have them win yes. twelve. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I've got San Francisco right behind him, but yeah, I just like I like Seattle. I'm not here for it. And if you want I know, know we know more, you're not here for if, it. If Dave. you want to know more, go listen to a few episodes back. That's my plug. That's fine. I just I I gotta go with the consistent quarterback, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is gonna win them so many games. He's got so many weapons now with DK and Tyler Lockett, and the Chris Carson run game is gonna be as good as ever. I mean, and Russ, we trust. I love I love the Seahawks. And should help <laughs> I was about to say Adams the Legion's the back. The Legion is all the way back. <laughs> like they're, yeah, they're, especially with, if you have like a good coach and a quarterback like Russell Wilson, like especially an experienced quarterback, experienced coach, and you know adding Jamal Adams to a pretty decent defense, I'd say yeah. that you know they're they're primed to. Zig, I know Russ is your guy. He's your MVP pick too. The number one MVP pick. That's he, right. That would be my MVP pick as well. So I really like that. Yeah, Russ is my guy. I love that. Yeah, guy. Russ is just the a 40, gamer. Like, sorry, go ahead, Zig. I was just saying. I was just gonna say, moving on to the 49ers, Like, they're not in a, they're not any slouch either. Uh, with not at all. They're just in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah let's get this straight. This is like we said, and the best division. Like, if even if I've got the Rams last, like I said, I have them finishing around 500, and that's mostly because they'll have to play these other really good teams twice a year. So, yeah, here's here's what we know, kind of piggy, piggybacking off of that. We know that the, the Niners and the Seahawks are going to finish in the double-digit win column again. I mean, that's a mm-hmm. that's pretty much a given. I mean, what the 49ers have going for them is, is really strong. I mean, Shanahan's great, great coach. I, I don't really – I mean, Jimmy's kind of – a lot of, like, similarities between Jimmy and Kirk. Uh, they love the play action. They can throw the ball deep but don't really uh, – I don't know. Those two systems are very similar because like they, they both are Kubiak systems, but um, products of the uh, the old Gary Kubiak. But I like the Seahawks winning this division, and we know that the Rams are going to beat the Seahawks late in the year, probably up in Seattle, last game of the, of the regular season. The Rams <laughs> always win that one. Doesn't matter what the records look like. Um, since about 2012, that's been the case. Uh, the two win Rams. Yeah, yeah. Seattle. Yeah, they finished seven and nine with a win in Seattle. They're on the bus home, and they think that they accomplished everything in the world. Leave a young Rams fan's heart just a little bit tattered. Yeah, wow. It hurt. But I I like the Rams at the bottom of the division. I like the Cardinals. I think – I mean, the buzz is about Kyler, and I think he's real. I, I think he's got everything he needs to, uh, to succeed this year. Cliff's kind of a question mark, but I don't know, Zig. I, I think the young kid from, from Oklahoma's got enough uh, – enough in him. He knows enough about football already. I think that Lincoln Riley's kind of instilled in him. He was a five-star recruit in high school. The kid could play ball. So I can certainly see that happening. I just, I just went with the more experienced head coach in Sean Bay. And yeah, dude, yeah. it is hard to bet against the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, that's why know. I could see him blowing up. That, yeah. I'm the Jake. I couldn't agree more with that. Uh, they, their, range of out, their range of outcomes. Is the huge. Yeah. yeah. Huge. Do you guys think that, can I, can I hop over real quick? Here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think that 
we'll see continued success out of the Packers this year? I think it'll be less success, but they're still going to win that division. I, I can get on board with that. Yeah, that's, I think that's they're, what I... a, they're a gross division winner, but I still think they're going to win. Um, I like – I don't know. Like, there's, <laughs> there's, just, there's just things about all these teams in this division that I just – it just seems gross. It, 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 it is. It, it is. is bad. It's hard to just start picking between the, you know. No one what, do you think of the, what do you think of the Lions run game right now? Oh, gross. I drafted the Lions. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't I, – it, it came to the point where, like, DeAndre Swift went off the board, and then I picked carry on the very next pick. Like, next who knows – who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what's going to happen? It was like a 12th happen. round or something crazy. Yeah, yeah, and Adrian crazy. Peterson's there. I mean, look, yeah. one of those guys is going to be good. I mean, there's three of them there. One of, them's ha- one of them has to be. Yeah, Diff, at least you got that going for you. You chose somebody who could potentially, you know, take it all over. Yeah. Um, the, here's the thing about the NFC North, boys. I've, I've been in the North for – this is my third season in the North. So, um, I, I think I've got a pretty good handle on, on, on what typically goes on here. Typically, there's two teams at the top of the board for the North, and it's the Packers and the Vikings. Um, we'll see on Sunday who who starts 1-0, and I think that's going to really tell who's going to win the North because it's – I don't think the Bears are in contention. Sorry, sorry, Joey, but, um, I mean, the Bears won 8-8 eight eight last year. I could see them going 8-8 eight eight again. Uh, the Lions aren't going to get over five games uh, in the win column, and, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if by week seven, Nick Foles is running the, the, the offense in Chicago. Then they win a couple more games. That late? Maybe they finish I with – see him go earlier. <laughs> I don't know. Who's to tell? That's the thing. Chicago's gross. Dude, you can come, sec- come in the second half. Yeah, yeah, literally. I mean, who's to tell what's going to happen in Chicago? I just feel I bad for Khalil. Last in the division. Yeah. I, I mean, could have got him last. I mean, my thing is, like – the Packers have Aaron Rodgers. The Lions have Matt Stafford. The Vikings have Kirk Cousins. I mean, yeah. Hey, watch out for Stafford this year is all you got to say. The Bears have a great defense. I understand that, but. It's you, not really, though, anymore. With Trubisky and Foles as your quarterback. I'm sorry. They finished, like, very middle of the pack as a defense, Chicago. Uh, run defense from, from what I. They can stop the run, but, I mean, like, they, I don't even know who their corners are. Prince of Makamura or. They still have Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson. Okay, Eddie Jackson. He's a safety, isn't he? He's a safety. Okay. Um, I don't know. Nagy, like, dude, the Bears, there's so many question marks because, like, Nagy can, like, he's a really, really creative, like, new era offensive-minded guy. But, like, he doesn't – like, we don't see that sometimes. Sometimes he just doesn't do it. So, it's like, first pick one. The first year the Bears with Nagy was – was good, and then last year, what was the year before? before was when they were good? I don't know. Yeah, but this is the third. It, it doesn't look like a. a good it's like he's got to commit to something. Yeah, he doesn't know what to commit to. That's yeah. yeah. He should know. Here's what I'll say about the North. I think I think my boys are going to win it this year. I think they're they're pissed off. I think they're hungry. Um, I know not a lot of people like it. I think it, everyone wants to do the oh Aaron Rodgers thing. Like he's when he's healthy, he's the best ever. Uh, he's also best friends with Lafleur. Don't forget that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're not talking about that. I don't think Aaron and Lafleur really like each other all that much. I really don't think so. Hey, they're hashtag friend goals apparently. And they're not friends. I don't think. I think they're they're coworkers at best. I think it's Aaron. A, a we saw it a couple times last season where Aaron was kind of frustrated with 
with uh, how things were going. And that's a very time. frustrated person on, on the field quite often. Yeah, I don't not blame to mention. With I don't blame him at all. Look at what was going on. I don't blame yeah. him at all for being. I mean, yeah, that's his whole career. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the Packers. I mean, Devonte. He's going to be a star like he usually is. He's going to be Devonte Adams. Aaron Jones, quietly one of the better running backs in the NFL. Uh, when he's on the field, but the thing about Lafleur is he doesn't play him. He splits the carries with Jamal Williams so much. He's a decent player, but I think Aaron Jones needs his touches. Maybe Dylan's going to get in there too. AJ Dillon's a good looking player too. I think he's. Just, it's going to be like three guys, just kind of gross. Yep, it's going to be gross. I mean, it's like we said, it's the, NF, the NFC North slash gross. That's what I'm just going to call it. The NFC gross. Look, in the NFC North, we win games thirteen to seven. 10 to 6, things like that. That's there's true, gonna be, man. There's going to be snow. There's going to be rain. There's going to be cold. We're going to run the football. And that's what we do in the NFC North. And we play okay. defense. So, so at the how end of the move, day. How about we move over to Aaron Rodgers' former coach, okay. Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys. And let's talk about the NFC East a little bit here. I like that. What are you, what are you saying about the East? You got any, you got any specific teams that you, you got a little – where you would call in a different spot, like hot take kind of? Yeah, I do. I got one. I, right off the bat, I'm looking for another team name for the Washington football team. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you give me a guess first off. I guess I don't know. Yeah, they could not be a guess. Dogs, they could be the cats. They could be anything else. Maybe pick another. I'm rooting for the know. Red I want, Wings. I want a team. I want a team. Red Wings. Zig. Red Wolves. Red, Red Wolves. Hawks. Red Hawks. Red Hawks. Red Wolves. I like Red Wolves. That's actually not. not yeah, not Techie. What what the hell's a Red Wolf though? Uh, I do like that. Ever I, seen a wolf? <laughs> you ever seen a wolf? It's 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 red. Is that, a, is that a real thing? Uh, if you look at a wolf and then picture it red, yes. <laughs> the Washington Wolf Pack, that could be the name of their fans. Yes, that would be great. Yeah. I, dude, so how many – I, I was going to say, sorry, how many How many games do you guys think the Washington football team is going to win? Five. Uh, why are we four. talking about them? Let's talk, yeah, about what, them. let's talk about the top – I don't want to talk about how many games the football that Washington football team is going to win. Let's talk All about right, something so, the Cowboys, are they going to finish the top this year or not? Like, come on. Yes, they are. They kind of dropped the ball last year, did they not? What's going on this year? Well, Dak's depressed. I don't know if you guys saw that. That was. I did see stuff. that. Did and, he, see and Skip, what a Skip. Yes, what the hell is that all about? I don't know, I'm man. Anti-Skip A-list. I mean, I've always been a little anti-Skip, but come on. That was bold. That, that was terrible. The worst know, take, possibly the worst take I've ever yeah. seen about anything. That's rough, yeah. Skip. That's rough. I, I don't know if you guys saw worried. my tweet. I don't know if you saw my tweet, but I was hot about it. I did see it. That was bad. Let's clip this little convo we're having, put it on Twitter, and tag Skip. I don't know if it's a PG. <laughs> I don't know if this is a PG podcast. I don't know what I can or can't say. I'm say just whatever you want, here, basically. But, you can say whatever me, you want. You can say me, whatever you want. You mark this stuff explicit. You can say fuck Skip all you want. Let me tell you, Skip Bayless, I've got some words for you, buddy. All right? Sorry that you live in your high horse and you just go to Undisputed every day and you just argue with Shannon. Look, you're only on the show to be the loser to Shannon every single day anyway. So you get your ass beat by Shannon verbally every single day. Now you want to go pick on Dak, who said he's got a little bit of mental issues that he's been dealing with? Look, like – Sorry he's family, human. Yeah. yeah, sorry that he's human. Dak's gone through some stuff in his life, okay? Dak doesn't have his mother anymore, right? His brother. His brother. That's what his it was about, too. right? His, it's about his brother, yeah. His brother yeah. committed suicide. Yeah, but his mom passed away a while ago. Yeah, so he, that was his, yeah. I do remember his, that too. His family life is tough. Like Dak, yeah. Dak was dealt a pretty bad hand, and look at him. Like I think he's. Did you see? Uh, did you see what Scott Van Pelt said? No, what he said. 
he basically roasted Skip without saying his name directly. He was like, uh, he was like, it's okay because nowadays players can reach out and be vulnerable, and you'll receive compassion on the other side. And for those of the for those of us who don't give compassion, you're irrelevant, basically. <laughs> hey, it doesn't he work for say, uh, doesn't work for ESPN anymore. So didn't shout him out, but yeah, it was like, come on, Skip. That was just... anyway. I so love, what do you think about Skip. Dak and the Cowboys? Yeah, this year? I think Dak's gonna be really good, and I think the Cowboys like receiving core is going to be spicy. Dee And, um... CD, Michael Gallup, Amari Gallup. Yeah, exactly. Did you say CD? I thought you said Speedy. No, no, CD. I like Zeke, too. And Zeke, Obviously yeah, of course, Zeke. You said Speedy. The thing about the NFC East for me is, is in the last, like, few seasons, it's always been the race to nine wins. Yeah. Between I don't know. Dallas I, I, I think... That might not be the case this year. Might not yeah. be the case. But I think usually. this year we'll see Dallas with, with uh, you know, more like double digits. I, I think 11 is a good number. But I'm I like looking Michael for the Carthage. Giants to compete this year too. I like I the Giants, but I don't think at the end of the day that they'll not, win not more than seven the, games. Not, I mean, not compete for like the division, but I think yeah, they're going to be a well-coached team. Joe Judge has got them. Joe Judge has got them into shape and camp. Dude, I'm you not got gonna... Daniel Jones looking like a superstar, dude. Have you seen Daniel Jones' biceps lately? Holy cow. <laughs> I want to see what the kid can do out there because he did have some moments last season. Yeah. Some some promising moments. And, I mean, I don't want to jump on the New York football giants, uh, whatever they got going on. I mean, it was only four wins last year, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. That's, but yeah. Saquon, they've got one of the best running backs in the league. Oh, they've, got young, they've got young guys, Evan Ingram, Darius Slayton. They've got Golden Tate, so they do have a veteran presence there. Sterling Shepard. Shepard. Shepard's a solid player, too. So, yeah, I mean, it's really, yeah. I think their success will depend on uh, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah, really I mean, coaching yeah. Too. I, I think I'd see him winning, like, five or six games, but I don't know about any more. I, I, think, about the Eagles, I think the Eagles just might stay uh, kind of plateau or kind of keep it where they're at. I, yeah, I'd like nine. Nine wins, yeah. eight wins. I don't know. If they I mean, say who healthy, knows? Man. Maybe they grab Maybe they grab another win or two, or another loss or two. But I don't see them, you know. Dude, well. like they like every year at the beginning of the year, we just say like, "Oh, if the, the Eagles stay healthy," and then already and then this year, like it's yeah. it's already like they're getting they're purged. Yeah, Jalen Rager's hurt. Rager, well, he's fine now. He's yeah, fine although now. he it's yeah. he's trending back towards you know playing and stuff. And so Sanders actually, is banged up too. Sanders listed as questionable. Also, Ertz came out publicly about the whole contract situation. Yeah, did you hear that? He was no, saying, he like, he was basically saying, like, it seems like they don't want to pay me what I want. Like, that's not what he said word for word, but that's essentially what he said. Like, he's not just good. pissed off. He's just not happy with them right now. Yeah, which he's makes you think that maybe he girlfriend. gets, you know, going somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that interjection, but it's very She plays yeah. for uh, She's actually his wife United now. Women's. Yeah. yeah, get her right, Yeah, get Julie right. Johnson Ertz hit my line if things was that good. So. <laughs> I mean, Ertz is good. Tiff, are you getting paid and not him? <laughs> no, I'm not getting paid. What are you saying, Zig, about Ertz? Ertz is good, but the Eagles also have another very good tight end, Goddard. So I don't so you think, think that they can ex- uh, that that they can afford to get rid of someone like Ertz. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that I don't think the Eagles need to pay Ertz what he really like wants because he probably wants top end tight end salary. And they the Eagles two. are sitting there like, hey, we got this other guy. He's really good too, and he's going to cost a lot less. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, Zig. I don't I, mind. Uh, yeah. I don't really like looking at the NFC East. It's not really appealing to the eyes. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys are just kind of gross. Yeah. Like, even when they're good at football, you're just like, I don't really want to watch them play football, though. 
I think they'll be more exciting this year, but. Here's uh, another thing that might segue us to the last division that we haven't really covered yet, and that's the NFC South. Uh, I got a notification 24 minutes ago. Uh, Mike Evans doubtful for week one, and then another notification following that from Adam Schefter saying, uh, Buccaneers listed only one player as doubtful all of last season, and he didn't play. So if that's – I mean, if don't they're – Don't be concerned. If they're, if they're, yeah, if, they're, if they follow trends, then I don't think Mike's going to play this week. But what do we think about the NFC South? I mean, like yeah. And, you know, Saints, I, I think that's what after I that, it's a matter of Buccaneers, Falcons, and, and who you – if you think the Buccaneers are real and if you think that the Falcons can – get back to their past success and I, I think I'd take the Buccaneers over the Falcons but I do think that that'll be kind of close uh, fighting for that second spot probably around like 9 or 10 wins maybe but I think that the Saints wrap the division up and possibly go for the Super Bowl and I, you know Saints gotta go for the Super Bowl this year I mean they're definitely going for it and I know. it's, it's winner, winner go home I agree I think yeah we're, we're, that's going to be exactly true for Drew Brees. He's either going to win or he's going to go home. He's going to go home after this year either way. I think so. He's the, he's shooting for that all-glory spot up, going out on top. I think, yeah. And I think that very realistically could, too. I think that's it a could very, happen, yeah. very real goal for them. Yeah, I mean. About, are we worried about Kamara's back at all? He got that uh, epidural. I am. Apparently he had that last year before the season, too, though. No, that was yeah, his knee. That was his knee. That was his leg. No, I mean, no, but he had a epidural, like. Oh yeah, yeah, in yeah. A, yeah, like, to to relieve. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't a hundred percent last year at all either. So I yeah, don't... yeah. I mean, yeah, the, it could be an issue for sure. I think Sean Payton knows how to manage that kind of thing, and yeah, Latavius a little bit early, and that's then yeah. I think Camaro either way, did I think either way, that offense is still going to be that's what I where they're at. It's just who's going to fill the shoes of putting the ball through the end zone. I mean, it's yep. going to happen. Yep, couldn't have said it better myself there. I agree. Now that uh, now that Riverboat's over in Washington, what do we think about Carolina? We think like four wins. I don't even know who the head coach for the Carolina Panthers. Matt Rule. Ew. From Baylor. They and, signed him to a seven-year contract. Oh, yeah, no. they're really committed uh, to him, dude. <laughs> I mean, McCaffrey's unreal, but like, what help does he have? Like, Teddy. Their their offense. I don't know. I mean, DJ Moore's. He's, he's a really a good player. player. Yeah, yeah. He, he, and then he catches balls. Curtis Samuel and Robbie Anderson will be there. Fast. Yeah, fast guys, exactly. So, and Teddy Bridgewater's a fairly accurate quarterback who doesn't usually throw deep, but and that seems to be like the prototype they're getting for receivers. But Bridgewater just seems like a buffer to me. He's not their long-term plan. I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think like, like, I think he's a good quarterback, though. Like, I, I think too. he could start for it. them for the next. I mean. He can buffer as long as five years. Who knows? Like, I'm gonna give him like two or three. I think they're looking for something soon. Yeah, I'm gonna zig. I mean, I think at the end of the day, their team's gonna look a lot different by the time that they're like at their like planned success. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. by the time they're winning games, like their team might just look different because things just shake up that way. They lose. I don't hate. I don't hate that take on Teddy being kind of a buffer or the bridge between now and then another quarterback. Yeah. But you could have way worse options. Yeah, Teddy. exactly. Yeah. Like Teddy Bridgewater, uh, is he worse than a guy like Derek Carr? You would know with the Saints when Breeze was out last year. Uh, you could be the Bears. The, Saints, the Bears are trying right now. And they <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think – but would it, if you were the Bears, would you rather have Teddy Bridgewater than the guys they have right now too? Probably. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. I'm, I'm just yeah. saying. I definitely Probably. would. 
problem I, was for sure. I don't speak on the Chicago Bears all that often, but yeah, if I'm I, Joey Seib, if I'm Joey Seib, I, I think I might want Teddy over what we got going over there. And I think you agree 600%. The thing about the NFC South for me is like, it's just kind of, it's been a revolving door for like the past like six seasons. I mean, like the Saints are, are solid for the last like two or three years, but it was the Bucks, the Falcons, the Panthers were up there five seasons ago with Cam. Um, yeah, we don't really is. know. I mean, I think the Saints will, will probably win the division, but I think the Buccaneers will get a lot closer than most people think. I mean, it's Tom Brady that we're talking about. Um, you guys know me. I'm a big Peyton Manning, Drew Brees guy. Not not really. I didn't like oh, I'm with you, baby. Didn't I'm, like to give Tom my credit early, and me and Tom had our you. scoffs about that. But That's fine. Um, we all agree somewhat now. Yeah, I think, I think that discussion has uh, come, come to a close. Um, and I think – I think Tom can change. He's already changing the culture in Tampa. And I think with guys like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, they're going to put up points and a lot of them fast and uh, defense is young, but I think they can, I think they can get the job done. For sure. Um, and as long as Tom manages clock on the offensive side, I don't think they will be too bad. I don't really know. What do you guys think about the Falcons? Because I don't, every single year they've, they've got a top five offense and they just don't really win games. It's a matter like, it feels like it's like, you know, kind of like the Eagles to a point where like they get hurt a lot every year on the wrong side of the ball or just in the spots they need. Like their offensive line has just been mediocre and their defense is always for the last, you know, four or five years has been pretty uh, underwhelming, I would say. And last year they got hurt early. So I do think that they'll score a lot of points and they'll put up a lot of yards and they'll fight for a wild card spot with the Buccaneers and the other teams in the NFC. Yeah, I like Gurley in, in Atlanta, too. I'll say that. I drafted him this year. Uh, worried about the knee, but... As long as that knee holds up, I think he'll do well. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's comfortable in Georgia. Who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens, but... Yeah. Yeah. Boys, I'm just glad football's back. Holy shit. Feels good, doesn't it? Oh, really man. Hopefully real some quick. will get some uh, fans in there. Yeah, we do need fans back. But real quick, I want to hear everybody's Super Bowl pick. Who do they have? Hmm. Winning it or in it? Winning it. Saints. Uh, I was going to go Saints, too. Uh, I'll go Seahawks. Oh, those were my two <laughs> picks. You can't uh, take them now. I'll pick someone in the AFC just for – No, you want to take the Bills, Dom. No, I don't, I don't want to take the Bills. Uh, I'll take the Chargers and Tyrod. I will, I will take – I'll take the Ravens. I like that. I think, I think Chiefs will go back-to-back. From what I saw yesterday, oh, I think. this guy. I mean, no, I want. I like the Seahawks. I like the Seahawks from the NFC, and I think they can give them a run. But I, from what I saw yesterday, that that Chiefs offense is scary. And to be honest with you, I don't know. When was the last time a team went sixteen and zero? Knock on Chiefs wood, just but. looks so complete now. Yeah, they I mean, are I know it's only one game, but they just it, it felt really. They felt like a uh, you know a snowball rolling down a hill, unstoppable. Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, that's all I got. Well, uh, definitely it's been awesome hanging out with you. An absolute yeah. pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, boys. It was, Appreciate I mean, you I had talking a, football. Had a great I, time. I can't wait to kick your butt in fantasy this year, but you know what? Until, that happens, I'm, until that happens, I'm glad uh, we're able to get on here and talk about football. It's been yeah. great. Yeah, maybe we can get on midseason and do a little uh, halfway report. I for love sure. that. Uh, for all the people out there listening, uh, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Tune in, share, subscribe, tell your friends, and we'll see you next time. See you. See you.